We are on Chagiga Yud Bez Amar Aleph, 12A1 in the Arts of Gemara on the second column. We just concluded the Gemara which said that Adam, Adam Arishon, the first man who was created, he was Mesofa Olam Ba'ad Sofa. There were two different ways of understanding, uh, understanding this, that either he was from one end of the world to the other end of the world, from east to west, or from the ground all the way up to the sky, and the Gemara ended up concluding by saying that it's really the same size. Just one point on that Gemara, and then we will continue. The, this Gemara about saying that he was as tall as from the, from the earth to the sky, or from as big as, it, as the world goes around. So this is a big discussion as to whether this should be taken literally or not. Some of the commentators say, uh, that it is not to be taken literally, while others, Tosos on the, on the page, one of the classic commentators, Tosos, seems to imply that it is taken to be taken literally. If it is not to be taken literally, so what is the idea here? The Perhaps even if it is to be taken literally, the idea is that that Adam was on such a high level, on a spiritual level, on a spiritual plane, or he had such wisdom that he was... As as big as the world, he really encompassed the entire world because he was has such 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 a high level of understanding of the entire world and in a spiritual realm as well. And that is what the message of the Gemara is uh, is and it's what it's trying to teach us. The Gemara now is going to go through various ideas for the next page about. About what we are allowed to study with regards to the creation of the world. And then after we go through this whole discussion, the Gemara is going to end up saying that, but anything else that you are from prior to creation, so then those things you are not allowed to study. So it's going to go through a, a whole discussion about what, what happened during creation, uh, on the first day of creation, and a whole discussion with regards to those issues. So let us go through this Gemara. The Gemara says, Amr of Yehudah Marav, again on 12A1 in the second column of the Art Scroll. Rav says, a lot of these statements are going to be coming from Rav, who is an Amora from the time period of the Gemara. Asar Dvarim Nivru Biyom Rishon, Ve'eluhain. Ten things were created on the very first day of creation. The following ten things. Shemaim Va'aretz, the heavens and the earth. Tohu Vavohu, Tohu and Vohu are hard to, difficult to translate. The Gemara is going to end up explaining it, but it's basically emptiness, perhaps space, that God created the concept of space. Or Vachoshech, he created light and darkness on that first day. Just uh, as, as an aside, it seems to imply that God created, Hashem created darkness, that darkness is not just the absence, absence of light, but there's really some sort of creation of darkness, and this is really a big discussion amongst the commentators. Is it to be taken, is darkness something which God created, or is it just the absence of light? But it seems to imply from this Gemara that there's actually a creation of darkness. Ruach umayim, breath and water, or wind and water God created. And midas hayom umidas laila, the length of a day and the length of a night. Rashi, the classic commentator, interestingly points out that what does it mean the length of the day and the length of the night? What it means is is that there are 24 hours in a day between the two. And he doesn't say that it's 12 hours by day and 12 hours by night because it's not really true. It depends on the time of the year. Sometimes it's, um, 
Sometimes the day could be longer than 12 hours and the night is shorter. Or sometimes the night can be longer than 12 hours and the day is shorter. But So Rashi explains that between the two, between night and day, so we have a, to- a total of 24 hours. It's also an interesting Rashi because there's a, also a discussion as to whether how long the days were, especially since the sun and the moon were not created until the fourth day, which is also, we're going to get to this in the Gemara, it wasn't created... That's explicit in the Torah that it wasn't created until the fourth day. Well, if it wasn't created until the fourth day, so then how do you define a particular day? The way we define a day is when it's sunrise, that's the beginning of the day. When it's sunrise the next day, that is now the next day. But if we don't have sunrise because the sun wasn't created until the fourth day, so then how do you determine how long a day is? Which is why how some want to explain the seeming contradiction between the science and the Torah in terms of how old the, the world is, some want to explain that, well, when we talk about the six and seven days of creation, so it's not actual days, these aren't 24-hour periods, but they're a lot longer than that. And the proof to that is that for the first three days, we didn't have the sun and the moon. So then every day then is not necessarily defined by its 24-hour period. Again, there's also other ways to explain this question because it seems to be from Rashi here that the first day was 24 hours, even though they didn't have the sun and the moon, but it still was a 24-hour day. And there are other ways to to deal with that question. Uh, The process might have been different. The world might have been different before the marble, before the flood. It's really a, a longer discussion than our discussion in these recordings. So the Gemara brings down this list of 12. So the Gemara, now, sorry, this list of, of uh, ten things. So the Gemara continues, and it says, Shemaim va'aretz, how do we know, and they bring a proof to each one of these, how do we know the heavens and the earth were created on the first day? In the beginning of everything, Hashem created the heaven and the earth. The assumption here is that Hashem created the heaven and the earth on the first day, and not prior to the first day. You could have read the verse as saying it's prior to the first day, that Hashem created everything, when the heaven and the earth was already around, but this Gemara is assuming is, and is understanding that Hashem created the heaven and the earth on the first day. It seems to be that nothing was created before the first day. Tohu vavohu, emptiness, which we'll explain in, in, uh, momentarily what that means. How do we know that that was created on the first day? In the, these are all from the first uh, verses of the Torah. The earth was tohu vavohu, it was empty. So that it was also created on the first day. Or v'choshech, light and darkness. How do we know each one? Choshech, t'chse v'choshech, apne tehom. It says darkness was upon the surface of the tehom, of the depth. So that darkness was created. Or t'chse v'ruach lo'kim rechepes al penei hamayim. That the verse says that the breath of God... Sorry, or or that God said, let there be light. So light was created on the first day. Ruach umayim, how do we know about breath and water, or wind and water? That the breath of God, whatever that means, the breath of God, it hovered over the waters. And that's how we also know water. Water was also in existence on the first day. How do we know that the length of a day, the 24 hours of a day, was created, because at the end of the first day, it says that there was a night and there was day, and it was one day. That, And this is one of the proofs that the Jewish calendar starts at night, the world started at night, 
First there was night, then there was morning, and that was one day. So there was a 24-hour period for that very first day. So again, we have these 10 different things that were created on the first day. Heaven and earth. Then we have space of Tov Avohu. We have light and darkness. We have breath and water. And then we have time. Time itself was created on the first day. The Gemara now continues. And it says, Tana. It was taught in Ebrisa. What is Tohu and Vohu? Tohu kav yarek shemakev kulo. Tohu is, the Gemara says, a green line that encircles the entire world. And from this line, there is darkness. Shene'amar yashes choshech sisru svivosov. It says in the verse that Hashem made darkness, his concealment around it, that this darkness comes around it, and we have this uh, line going around the world, which is, in essence, space, the, the concept of space. Bohu, what is bohu? Elo avanam hamufulamos hamishukaos batahom. The bohu is referring to the damp stones, which are found at the very, very bottom of the earth. And shemehen yotin maim. And from there, these stones, uh, from that those stones, water emerges. Water comes out of those stones. Shenamar, how do we know this? Because the verse says, Vinat Allah kav tohu va'avne vohu. The verse says that he shall extend upon it the line, the kav of tohu, the line of tohu, which is that line that that, that encircles the entire world, and va'avne vohu, the stones of vohu. So vohu seems to be stones. Okay, that's what Tohu and Vohu is. The Gemara continues and asks, The Or Biyomrisho in Ibri, is it really true that light was created on the first day? Vaksiv, but it says in the verse with regards to the fourth day, that Hashem put up the sun and the moon in the sky. And then it says, that on the fourth day Hashem made the sun and the moon. So how can you tell me that light was created on the first day? What light are we referring to? If everything, if the sun and the moon and the stars were created on the fourth day. So the Gemara is going to first quote one opinion, but in the end we're going to see that these are really, there are really two opinions in terms of how to explain this. First opinion is Kedur Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar says as follows, Da'am Rabbi Lazar, Or Shabara HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Yom Rishon, Adam Sofa Bom Sofa Olam Ba'ad Sofa. There was a certain light, this is not the light from the sun, the sun was created on the fourth day. There was a certain light that was created on the first day where man could see with this light from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. It was a spiritual light. This is not a physical. This wasn't a physical light, but he was able to see so much with this light. He was able to comprehend so much, understand so much what happened. However, the once Hashem looked into the future and he saw the generation of the flood and the generation of the door haflaga where they uh, wanted to create this ladder towards towards uh, towards the sky, and then they were dispersed. And he saw that their deeds were perverse. It was mekulkal, that it was perverse deeds, that there was um, immorality, and there was stealing going on. So, so then Hashem took away this light, turning to, to 12A3 in the art scroll. Shenamar, as it says, It says that the light was withheld from the wicked, who did he take this light? Where was it hidden for? When do we get back this light? We get it back in the future for the tzaddikim, for the righteous. They get this light in the future world. Because as the verse says in the very beginning of the Torah, 
Hashem saw that the light was good. When we talk about good, it's referring to a tzaddik. Shenemar, as another verse says, Imrut tzaddik kitov. Say of the tzaddik, of the righteous person, that he is good. So a tzaddik is referred to as somebody who is good. The light is reserved for somebody who is good. It's referring to that light that was around in the beginning, that Hashem took it away and saved it for the future for the tzaddikim in the next world. Once the light saw that it was hidden, that Hashem hid the light for the righteous, the light itself was samach, it was happy. or As the verse says, the light of the righteous is glad. And the fact that this light was designated, was reserved for the righteous, that made the light itself happy. So again, there's a lot of concepts here which are difficult for us to understand, but there are certain messages which we could take away from from this Gemara, that in the beginning, one idea is that in the very beginning of creation, on day one, Hashem created this light for the future, that there was a plan in place from the very beginning of creation, from day one, Hashem made this plan that we're going to have this light, this ultimate light, in the end of the day for the righteous, that there's a goal behind the creation. It wasn't just a happenstance, but there's a specific goal there to reach that to reach that light. It's hard for us to understand what that light is, but it's some sort of light, some sort of understanding, clarity, that we will see in the next world. What is the message of taking away the light? Why did Hashem bring the light into the world on the first day and then take it away? Is it possible, is it even possible to say that Hashem made a, God made a mistake, that He changed His mind? We don't say that Hashem, Hashem is perfect, He doesn't change His mind. So some want to say that it's really a lesson for us, that sometimes we have to, it's not, it's not for Hashem, Hashem doesn't change His mind, but Hashem did this so that it's a lesson for us, that we sometimes create things and they go wrong. So if they go wrong, we have to know to take it back and to start anew. Like the Medrash says, as the Medrash says that Hashem created many worlds. He created one world, destroyed it. Another world, destroyed it. Why would He do that? It's really a lesson for us. It's, uh, it's to teach us that sometimes we do something and we have, to, we have to start over. If it's not working well, we can't just keep on pushing and pushing, but we gotta, we got to start over. And that could be one of the messages here. Let's read a few more lines and then we'll conclude. So again, this was one opinion. What is the light on the first day? It's not a physical light because the sun and the moon and the stars, really the sun, was created on the fourth day. And so it's the spiritual light which Hashem really took back and reserved it for the next world. But it, this is a discussion. This is not so simple. Kitanai. This is a, a machlokas, a dispute amongst the Tanaim from the time period of the Mishnah. Or Shabar, Kajbaruch, Ubi Amrishon, Adam Tova, Mabibom, Misofa, Olam, Baatsofa, Divir, Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov is of the opinion. That this light is the light that we just mentioned, that it's not a physical light, it's the light where of understanding, where a person can see from one end of the world to the other. However, there's another opinion, the Chacham Omrim, that really it is the light coming from the sun on day one. The sun was in fact created on day one. In fact, according to this opinion, everything was created on day one of the six days of creation. Everything was created, but they were not put into space, they were not put into its actual form until day four. The sun wasn't put into its actual form in the sky until day four. And this is true with all of creation, that everything was created on day one, but they didn't have its actual form for all six days of creation. It didn't reach its completion on, until its every respective day. And so with the sun, it wasn't put into the sky until day four, but it was a physical light. It's not, according to his opinion, it's not referring to a spiritual light, but it's referring to a physical light. We will continue with Uh, other ideas about what happened during creation in the next recording.